Imagine this, a morning that you leave the house without feeling stressed, without worrying if you're going to make it on time, without having to ask the kids to brush their teeth or put on their shoes like a hundred times. A morning where you actually have the time to do some of the things that leave you feeling spiritually, physically, emotionally, um, mentally fulfilled so you are ready to take on your day. So you might be thinking, yeah, I imagine that all the time, but I have kids, so that's just not a possibility right now. But I'm telling you that with the right routine, this is a possibility for you. So let's get ready to dig in, grab a pen or a pencil and a piece of paper. You are going to learn the four steps to create your perfect morning routine. Hey mama, welcome to the Nurse Mom Podcast, where you're going to learn how to ditch the mom stress through renewed mindsets, healthy habits, and balanced nutrition. God is calling you to a life of peace, joy, and rest, even during this crazy season when kids are tugging at your legs, you can't get a minute to yourself, and you feel like you have a million things to do. So if you are ready to leave the stress and busyness behind and step into the goodness that God has for you and your family, then you are in the right place. So set those kiddos up with some Legos, some Play-Doh, or whatever is going to keep them engaged for the next 20 minutes while we dig into today's show. Let's do it. Welcome back to another episode of the Nourished Mom Podcast. I am so happy that you are joining me today because today we are talking about how you can turn your mornings from rushed and stressed to peaceful and fulfilling by implementing a morning routine. At The Nourished Mom, I love talking about routines because they help us to be intentional about the things that truly fill us up. They help us to prioritize the things that are really most important and to leave behind all of those things that aren't important because we all know that we don't have time to waste on things that aren't really important. Routines just make life easier and they help your life to flow. Guys, I love my routines because they really help me to feel balanced and manage all the things in a way that's not overwhelming. And when I'm not honoring my routines, I have less energy, I have more stress, my house is a mess, and my kids get a little crazy. And I see this all play out in real life because although I usually follow my routines, there are a couple times in the year where I do neglect them. One of them is summertime. So summertime is a transition, right? Our old routines, our school routines don't necessarily work. And all the other kids are running around, going to the beach, going to the park, and we want to have fun. So we go to the beach, we go to the park, we do all the things. And what I notice notice is that we try to do too much and we end up neglecting the things that actually fill us up. And that's why it ends up making us stressed and chaotic and it just doesn't work as well. And I am determined that this summer, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to be intentional. I'm going to make a summer routine and be prepared before I decide to go off the bandwagon. You guys can hold me to it, all right? 
So why do routines make a difference? Well, in previous episodes, we talked about habits and how when your brain is cued to a habit, you go into like this autopilot and it frees up your brain space because you don't actually have to think about doing the thing. You just automatically do it. And routines are similar. So it leaves you with brain power to focus on other things, like maybe giving your kids words of affirmation while you're making their sandwiches. But the thing is, you don't have to decide what you're going to do next. And adults, they say average like 35,000 decisions every day. And I swear if that's the average that it's moms, we're doing more than that. And decisions can be overwhelming. I've experienced it and I bet you can relate. Like an example, when your child asks you for a cookie before breakfast, and of course you're going to say, no, honey, we don't eat cookies before breakfast. Let's focus on something that's going to nourish your body. Or at least that's what I say. (laughs) Um, And you know, the first time that's easy. The second time it might be easy. The third time it might be easy. But after the 20th time that they're asking you for a cookie, sometimes I just give in because I'm tired of making the decision. And before you know it, we're eating cookies for breakfast. And I'm like, what is happening here? What is going on? I've used too much of my mental capacity making decisions. And the thing with routines is because they limit the decisions that you have to make, you have more energy to make those other decisions that are that are unexpected, or maybe they're not unexpected because perhaps I should expect him to ask for a cookie before breakfast because he's known to do that. But instead of giving in and doing something that I don't really agree with, I can be like, no, man, I'm sorry. We don't have cookies before breakfast. We can definitely have a cookie later or maybe have some cookies tomorrow. But right now, let's choose something else that's going to nourish your body. How about an apple? We have the mental capacity to be able to do that when we're not overwhelmed with all of the things. And routines create predictability and structure, which is awesome not only for my crazy mom brain that's worried about getting all the things done and wondering if we're going to be on time and all of these things. I know that things are going to get done because it's in my awesome routine. But predictability and structure are good for the kids because they know what's coming next. They know what's expected of them. And instead of rushing out the door saying, you know, I forgot your water bottle, grab your water bottle? What about your boots for the playground? What about your backpack? You forgot your backpack. That's chaotic. That's overwhelming for an adult, never mind a kid. And that's frustrating. But if you have a routine, then your kids know, okay, first I grab my water bottle. Then I put my shoes on. Then I grab my backpack and they can live up to what's expected of them. And that makes them feel good. And you can affirm them and lift them up, which will encourage them to play that routine out even more, which will then make you your days less stressful. Okay, so if I haven't sold you on the routines, just stick around here a little bit longer at The Nourish Mom because you'll fall in love with routines, I promise. So let's get to the juicy stuff. What are the four steps that are going to help you to create that perfect morning routine? Okay, so number one, you're going to pick an anchor. So what is an anchor, you say? So this is just a start and end time that corresponds with a transitional event. So right now we're dealing with the morning routine. So probably your start time is going to be when you wake up in the morning. So what is your goal time to start? So for me, my wake up time that I strive for is 6.30. 
And then what's your end anchor? So if you got to be out of the house to be somewhere, then maybe your end anchor is getting to the bus stop. What time do you need to be at the bus stop? Your end anchor is going to be 15 minutes before you actually need to be out at the bus stop. Because mamas, we need to give ourselves grace. We all know that things don't always go as planned when we have little ones or just even when we don't. This is life, right? Things don't always go as planned. So we want to give ourselves that 15 minutes of grace in case things don't go the way we had expected them to. Okay, so what if you're a homeschool mom or you work from home and you don't necessarily have a time or event that this routine needs to be done by? Well, I want you to pick a transitional event and pair it with a time. Well, why? Because having a time limit helps you to be more realistic about what you can fit into your morning and it's going to make you prioritize the things that are important. Okay, so now you have two times that you're working with. So for me, it's 6.30, my morning routine starts, and 10.30 is when it ends. So this is the space of time that we are gonna work our magic in. So grab a piece of paper and a pencil because this is gonna be um, a little bit of trial and error while we figure this out, and make yourself a little makeshift schedule and go by the half an hour. So write down 6.37, 7.38, 839 and all the way to your end time. Step one is complete. So step two, you're going to do a brain dump. What are all of the things that you need to do and want to do in your morning routine? Write them down and then write down how much time you think they're each going to take. And ladies, I want you to include time with God and time with your kids. And I know that might sound crazy, right? We're trying to fit things in and you don't have room to add any more things in, so you think. But I promise you, those two things right there, those are the things that are going to change your day and change your kid's day. When they get that intentional, uninterrupted time with you in the morning, that will change their day. They're going to feel uplifted and fulfilled and cared for. And you're going to feel like an awesome mom because you are. And just start with whatever you think you can manage. Maybe it's just a couple of minutes saying a prayer and a couple of minutes telling your kids how special they are to you. Maybe you can fit 20 minutes in. You need to do whatever will work for you. But please don't leave it out. Okay, so now you're going to add up all of those times and you're going to compare it with that window that you have, that schedule. Does it fit in? If it does, awesome. Then we just have to put the puzzle pieces together and figure out which rhythm is going to work best for you. If it doesn't fit in, you need to make some decisions. Are there some things that you can leave out? Are there some things that you can move to a different time of day? So maybe you don't need to make the kids sandwiches in the morning. Maybe you can make them at your dinnertime routine. Maybe the dishes don't have to get done in the morning. Maybe they do. We're going to figure it out. So circle any of the things that you think that you should move. And then consider maybe you don't need 20 minutes to do your hair and makeup. Maybe you can do it in 15. Maybe you don't need a half an hour to cook breakfast. Maybe you can prepare some stuff on Sunday or whatever day and have breakfast done in 10 minutes. So these are some of the things that we want to start strategically thinking about. And guys, I am always up for inviting God into this process. His wisdom is so much higher than our own. And sometimes he will just give you that that thought that you needed, that that 
piece of the puzzle that just fits perfectly. So pray and ask him to show to show you, you know, what's going to work, what you need to have in, what you need to take out. James 1.5 tells us, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. So ladies, just ask. You have a good father who wants to see you succeed. So at the end of this process, the times of the things that you want to fit into your morning routine need to match the actual time that you have available. So if your time window between your anchors is 6.30 and 8.30, then your tasks that you want to do should add up to two hours. Okay, so step number three. This is the fun part. This is where we take all of the pieces of the puzzle and we move them around to find a way that fits really well and works for you. One thing I like to do is group together similar tasks into little mini routines. Kind of reminds me of like a kindergarten exercise. Like what three things go together? You have a baseball, a bat, and a bird. Okay, well the baseball and the bat go together. So I do a similar thing with all of my tasks. So for example, my kitchen, cleaning, cooking, eating tasks are all grouped together. Um, You might want to have a mini routine for leaving the house, something like filling the water bottle, packing up your backpack, getting your shoes on. Maybe a routine for getting ready, brushing your teeth, combing your hair, whatever it might be. Whatever tasks you have, try to group them into little mini routines. And it doesn't have to be perfect. You might have an outlier. You might have a kitchen thing that can't be done during your mini cooking routine or whatnot. But this is just a rough draft. So then you're going to start plugging things in and start with the things that are obvious. So if it's going to take you 15 minutes to put on your coat and your shoes, not that it would take you 15 minutes, but with the kids, um, you know, that probably is going to happen at the end of your morning routine. And perhaps the cooking and the eating is going to happen in the middle, but do what seems obvious to you, what's going to work for you. Maybe getting dressed and getting ready is going to happen first thing when you wake up. You get your clothes on right away. Whatever makes sense to you, plug those things in in those time spaces. I'm going to post a copy of my morning routine on my Facebook page for you. I'm going to try to link it in the show notes and see how that goes. Um, But that way you can have a visual of what this is going to look like. Okay, so I'm going to walk you through my process of doing this so you can really see what I'm talking about. So step one, my anchors are when I wake up in the morning at 6.30 and when we transition into our school time at 11. Now, your anchors probably won't look like this, right? We're home, so we have a long morning routine. You might only have two hours. Just work with what you have. It's all about finding a routine that's going to work for you. Okay, so step number two, my brain dump. What are all the tasks and things that I want to get done during this morning routine? So playing with my kids, connecting with my kids in the morning, um, Bible study with my kids, exercise, clean the bathroom, and shower. Um, Those two are paired up, and I will talk to you about that on a different episode when we talk about cleaning routines, how to keep your house clean without cleaning all the time. Um, what else? My Bible study, so my personal Bible study, um, some chores that I need to get done, cleaning the counters in the kitchen, doing the dishes I like to do every morning, cooking breakfast, eating, um, a little time of worship for me, getting some 
tasks done off of my to-do list are group cleanup and then my bathroom routine, brushing my teeth, washing my face, doing all those types of things. So when I add up the times that I estimated for all of those tasks, they do not fit into the time that I have allowed for my morning routine. And that's okay because we're going to get creative. So are there things that I can move? Are there things that I can readjust the estimated time for? So I decided that I don't need 40 minutes to exercise. That's just not happening in this season of life. So I'm going to shoot for 20. And then I've also decided to rotate my exercise routine with my Bible study routine. So every other day I'm exercising, every other day I'm getting that big Bible study in. Another thing I decided to do was to multitask and habit stack. So what is habit stacking, you may ask? Well, habit stacking is when you pair a new habit that you want to create with an existing habit that you already have. So for instance, I am in the habit of eating breakfast every day, and I wanted to be in the habit of having some worship time set aside where I can just jam out to some worship music, pray, and write in my journal. And I also wanted to get into the habit of getting a couple of to-dos checked off of my list. So I decided to link those two new habits up with my habit of eating breakfast. So now when I eat breakfast, I spend 15 minutes doing my worship routine and I spend 15 minutes doing some easy tasks that I can do while I'm eating, like you know, ordering something that I need, making an appointment, texting a friend, anything that I can do while I'm eating. And as I was creating my routine, I linked some of these tasks together into little mini routines, like my exercise routine. So that's the exercise, the cleaning the bathroom and the shower. My Bible study routine has my Bible study and then 20 minutes of some chores that I need to do. My breakfast routine has um, the dishes and the counters, as well as cooking, eating, which has my worship and my to-dos, um, then a cleanup and getting ready for the day. So I linked some of these things together in a way that made sense and then I plugged them in. So for me, I noticed that it really made sense to give my kids that intentional attention first thing in the morning because especially my little one, he really thrives and does well when I, when I do that for him. So we do our playtime and our family Bible study first thing. And then I don't really care to eat breakfast right away. So then next, I have either my exercise routine or my Bible routine. And then that's followed by the breakfast routine. So I plug them in in a way that makes sense for us. So one thing I want to point out is that this is my routine. Most of it includes my kids, but not everything. Right? My kids are six and eight, so they can do some things on their own. So during my exercise routine, they have a creative play routine. During my breakfast routine, they have some chores that they have to do, and then they alternate taking um, showers and baths. You know, Silas takes a shower one day, Forrest takes a bath the next day. But I create my routine first, and then I create a routine for them that is around our family routine and my routine. If you guys need help putting your routines together, if you need help making all of the pieces fit, I love doing this. I love the strategy behind it. I love finding creative ways to make it all work. So if this is you, definitely hit me up and schedule a breakthrough session and we will create some awesome routines that are going to change your day. I will link where you can schedule in the show notes. 
Okay, so step number four, you're going to write out your routine and or print it out. Guys, I get really creative with this. I love Canva. I don't know if you guys have ever used Canva, um, but it's a great platform for designing all the things. I use it for homeschool all the time. And I make a cute little printout of my routine. And actually, all of my clients get one of these printouts for their routines too. And keep it visible, reference it throughout your day, throughout your morning. Don't make new decisions, right? You've already made the decisions, so stick with it. And then take notes on what's working. Were you off on your time estimates? Is something taking longer? Or maybe you have extra time. Maybe the flow isn't right. Maybe you're exercising before you eat breakfast and that is just not working for your kids. So take notes about what works and what doesn't and then modify accordingly. So I would say that this process takes about a week or so, um, depending on where you're at. So there you have it, ladies, the four steps to creating your perfect morning routine that is going to take you from stressed and rushed to peaceful and flourishing. So until next time, I pray that the Lord blesses you and your family and that you stay well. Real quick before you go, if this podcast blessed you or inspired you in any way, could you please take a minute to write a review on Apple Podcasts? Writing a review is the number one way that you can help me to reach more moms just like you. And reading your reviews truly inspires me and encourages me to keep doing this work. Also, don't forget to connect with other like-minded mamas in our Facebook community so that we can encourage and uplift each other on this journey. The link to the Facebook group is in the show notes. Thank you for listening and may your heart overflow with God's peace and love. God bless.